This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name's John, in the studio with Aaron. Aaron, how's your day going, man? Hey, John, man, I'm doing good today. It's, it's actually today, which, which is we're recording uh-huh. this on uh, the 1st. It's my son's 10th birthday. Happy so, birthday, yeah. that's right. Heck yep, yeah. Happy birthday, Minute. Very cool. Yep, he's got a nice uh, snow-covered birthday outside that's right. right now. We are we are covered in snow. So, covered but, uh, in snow. We're out of school today, so it's a good day, man, for it him. Is. It is. For him, <laughs> it's a great birthday. That's right. Exactly. Heck yeah. Well, all right, guys, let's try to make it a great day for all of you because today we're going to talk about a topic that every single one of you needs to put a little bit more focus in, and that is making more money. And when I say that, I'm talking about pro wrestling, right? In this episode, we're going to revisit a controversial topic in pro wrestling, why you, yes, you, the wrestler, are the reason you are not earning enough money. It's not the booker. It's not the promoter. It's not the fans. It's you, all right? And we're going to talk about that and exactly how you can... Flip that script and start making some money in pro wrestling. All right, so I can't believe how petty pro wrestlers can be over a pretty insignificant amount of money. I also can't believe how happy a pro wrestler will act when they're paid next to nothing for putting their bodies through torture. So um, I want to talk about the reasons why your mentality towards how money is made in pro wrestling is wrong. You need to fix your perspective and start earning more. And let's not forget, the word pro and pro wrestler is directly referring to the fact that you get paid to do this. So with that in mind, maybe you figured out what my next point's going to be. If you don't get paid, you're not a pro. All right? That's part of it. So before we dive into this, guys, head on over to Facebook and join our private Facebook group. We've got a lot of new people in there this week. I'm excited by that sharing their journey, sharing their stories. Remember, guys, you can jump in there. You can drop your your gym progress, your in-ring training progress, your promos. If you want to see what everybody else's opinion on a promo is, yeah. a promo picture, promo video, whatever, a speech, throw it out there. Let us check it out. We'd love to hear it. And you can do that right there in our private Facebook group at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You can talk to me, Aaron, everyone else that listens yeah. to the podcast. All right, guys. Indie wrestlers are underpaid. It's a fact, and for what we do, we are drastically underpaid. We do hundreds of miles, we do time away from home, time away from the family, wear and tear on the body. It's mentally exhausting. Um, the time itself inside the ring, bell to bell, which is the part most people enjoy the most, the shortest part of the whole experience. Um, and the time spent, you know, pre-match when you're crafting it wherever, at home, in your locker room, wherever that might be in the car, um, that's all time that, you know, if this was an hourly job, my Lord, you know, you get minimum wage. You guys probably aren't even making minimum wage when it comes to pro wrestling. All right. So with all that in mind, do you really think that a hundred dollars is enough compensation for what a pro wrestler goes through? Not to mention how exactly will you pay? I don't know. Maybe your rent, your mortgage, your insurance, your car payment, your food, all that good stuff. So why are we okay with this? The goal is to make a living doing this, right? So doing what you love. Looking at the scenario I just put in front of you, I'd say wrestling is costing you three times more than it's actually paying you. I don't know, financially at least. Maybe you're getting something 
artistically out yeah. of it or something spiritually out of it. I don't know. I mean, I know it's it scratches that itch, that urge, mm-hmm. but guys, it might, if it's putting you into uh, bankruptcy, then we might have a problem here. So, yes, we love wrestling. Yes, we love expressing ourselves in the ring and scratching that itch, like I said, that only wrestling can scratch. If you know, you know, right? If you're a wrestler, you understand what I'm talking about. But it catches up to you real quick. Juggling real life with wrestling life, eventually one or both are going to hit the floor. So, unfortunately, we've somehow convinced ourselves that the only way to get enough money to consider this a job is to get more money from the person in charge of the shows. And here's some real talk. No one with that mindset is making a living in indie wrestling. Nobody who thinks, I need to get paid more from just the promoter is actually out there making a living. Unless they are also saying, I need to make more here and here and here and here in Mm -hmm. these different ways that we're about to talk about. So, guys, we got to really dive deep and figure out exactly where it is that you can make progress. Again, like I said earlier, flip that perspective to where you're not just like, this is my employer. He has to pay me more money. It's not like a regular job. All right, it's that's not how this works. It's not uh, yearly salaries and all this stuff. This is you, the independent contractor. This is you, the 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 indie wrestler. You know, you are your own product. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to figure out where you're going to get your money. So, guys, be sure real quick before we move on that you've liked us on Facebook and on Instagram. We are at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. I'm posting stuff all the time on Facebook and sharing things to the group. So check us out. Posted a couple things on Instagram this week as well. Check it out at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. All right, where should this money that I'm telling you you need to be making be coming from? Making more money doesn't just come from a cash surplus. It also comes from saving more money as well and actually thinking about keeping some of this money. So controlling your expenses, writing it down. How much are you spending on gas, food, on all your travels, you know, et cetera, all that stuff. Control it, guys. Write it down and and actually take a look. Like, people don't do that. They don't actually just be like, okay, what did I spend at this gas station, Mm -hmm. at that gas station, you know, at this place, at this restaurant and all that stuff, uh, on my gear, on my wrist tape that I had to fill my bag with, on my toiletries, whatever. Um, Write that down and keep it consistent, right? If you can get that controllable and keep it consistent and all of a sudden, you know, there's no reason... um, you should spend $150 on a loop, then $300 on the exact same loop the next time, right? There's no reason for you to be doing that. You should be able to keep that stuff under control. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I mean, professional um, uh, professional organizations mm-hmm. do this whenever they have teams that travel. My, uh, Me and my wife actually worked uh, with a company that was a professional soccer league Yeah, uh, that was just getting started um, in Oklahoma, out of all places. And they contacted us, mostly her, because she's yeah. a nutritionist and dietitian. Right, right. But to, they had a budget. They had this many players. They gave us the complete schedule. This yes. is how much we have to spend on right. food because it was tied. It was brand new. They had a few sponsors but, you know, didn't have unlimited funds. Right. And trying to map out where people were going to go eat and how much they could spend per meal yep. and what they could order at the restaurant. Yep. So, um, That's a great way to look at it. And sometimes when you're working with a promoter, um, if, if they're interested in you and you have some local people that – you can bring with you and they maybe need a couple extra hands you can always say that to promoters like like i i actually have a group uh you know it's me and i've got two other guys or three other guys um because if you can travel in a pack if you can get three to four passengers um to share the cost of travel 
food, suddenly you're saving a tremendous amount of cash and you give that promoter one good price for the four of you and then you guys save your money appropriately, mm-hmm. um, you can actually come out pretty good just based on that. Um, you know, pack an ice chest, guys. Um, have each person riding contribute something to that ice chest. They, somebody could bring a sandwich, somebody brings burritos, you know, whatever, drinks, all that good stuff, snacks. Have each person contribute to that ice chest and pack that and bring it with you. And then don't spend any money on food if you can control it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Don't do it, especially if you're an athlete and you're trying to stay in shape for the show that's coming up the next weekend. You don't might not need to stop at you know a fast food restaurant or whatnot. You can actually do something like pack a lunch or pack an ice chest and have everyone help you and contribute. No restaurant's going to save you a lot of money if you can do that. You yeah, can manage sure. to do that. Um, you know, at most, maybe you celebrate post-show, but you, that should stay within reason, too. I know that I always loved going out after shows. That was great. But, guys, you got to control that, too. That's got to be part of that balance that you were writing down earlier. Keep that within a range that you can, you can handle as well. Stop spending beyond your means, for sure. Um, now that you're saving more, let's make some more. So how does your merch table look? We have an entire episode in the archives. We actually have a couple now where we've discussed merch. and But we have one where I... I Talk straight up about why your merch table sucks. Uh, we put out a really great YouTube video about that as well yeah. that you can go check out where I sit there and describe to you how your merch table should actually look. You should go check it out. Um, you know, Aaron and I break down how your table should look, what you should be selling, how you should be speaking, even where you should be standing at yeah. your table and where you know your, your stickers and your T-shirts should go in different spots. So check out that video and that episode of our podcast in the archives. Um and, and that's the yeah. stuff I love. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I love the merch table and helping with that just because yeah. of the, the business stuff I've done. And you know, I used to do shape bars and things. Mm-hmm. And it, it really does make a difference where you put stuff on the table sure. and where you're standing and how you're interacting. So, yeah, definitely go check that out because uh, that, that's a good video. I think that video doesn't get as much love as it deserves. Yeah, yeah. I might have to reshare that one to the group and yeah. just to the public. But um uh, and like when you're at your table, like body language really matters. Your attitude really matters. I've seen a lot of wrestlers go stand at their table and um, they're closed off and they're not yeah. interactive with people. That's ridiculous, guys. That's exactly what you're there for. If you're, why are you even standing at your table in that situation? Number one, I'll tell you this. I know for a fact um, that the difference between whether it was like just my wife at the table selling my stuff or if it was me standing at the right. table with my wife the difference is astronomical. Mm-hmm. They would come to me, you know, they want to see the wrestler is what I'm trying to get at. They actually want to see you, the wrestler. Have someone there to actually make the, the point of sales if need be, but like, if possible, or you yeah. can do it, whatever. But like, I, you should be out there. And then it super matters about your body language, your attitude, all that stuff. I want you to stay within the realm of your character, but these the people want you to interact with them. That's why yeah. they're coming over to you. You are an attraction, so you got to act like it. Right, so um, one mo- really important thing that we've touched on before, but it, it bears repeating, is you have so many more options than T-shirts. That is what every freaking wrestler goes straight to. Every pro wrestler seems to think immediately that shirts is the only thing they can yeah. do with merch. So yes, shirts are a staple, but what about your stickers? What about freaking candy, pins, patches, sunglasses, um, pictures, eight by tens, all those different things? Um, they're going to be less expensive than shirts by a landslide. It's important that you sell items relative to your character and theme. I get that, and in colors, but don't just limit yourself to shirts. Um, that's one of the most expensive investments you can make. Like buying a freaking giant box of shirts, and then not to mention 
what if they don't sell? What right. if people hate the logo or what if the quality's bad? Man, that's one of the worst investments you can make if you don't know the quality. Yeah, you mentioned on one of the episodes the the candy thing mm-hmm. that went with the character. I think you were talking about uh, maybe a character that was like a voodoo guy or mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. and there was these like skull like suckers or yes, something. Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, such dude, a great idea. Yeah, you could sell that. It does have to go with the character, which is a great point. Absolutely. Uh, because we also talked about you don't want uh, your table to look like a flea market Absolutely. or something like that. It needs to go and be specifically related to your character. And I've, I've seen those before too, where they're just selling old VHS tapes and dirty right. action figures from their kids' room. Like, guys, don't do that. Okay. Like that's just it's not I understand it to an extent, but save that stuff for the yard sale. Save yeah. it for the flea market or just donate it or whatever. Like that's not what belongs at your merch table. It's beneath you. It mm-hmm. brings your character down a little bit, in my opinion. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But if you are yeah, the um the voodoo character or anything like a flamboyant character or something, you can get away with things like candy. But yeah, if you can get something yeah. specific, you can get on Amazon right now and order some skull-shaped candy. And boom, there you go. Sell it. Sell it for, for 50 cents a pop or two for a dollar, whatever. Like, go for it. Do stuff like that. That's really important. And it, it's like, cool, I got these skull uh, stickers or skull candies from the from this wrestler. Like, it's memorable. It's a unique experience. Go for it. Yeah. And just, to, I mean, those mm-hmm. don't profit a whole lot. No, right? yeah, yeah. But what it does, if you can get someone to buy that, maybe the first time they come mm-hmm. in and then they see you again, maybe they're picking up the stickers or they're picking up a shirt, yes. they're picking up that uh, picture, whatever it right. is. Sometimes those are just entry buys mm-hmm. just to get it. Or we've talked about this too, another way to make money is to pair it. You know, if they get, yep. like they're getting a sucker and you're like, dude, you know, if you get the sucker and you, and, you know, throw in a sticker mm-hmm. for this price and then yep. you're making a little bit more. So just adding something onto that. Some add packages together. Absolutely. Put those packages together. That's a great idea that uh, we've seen a couple wrestlers that even referenced us um, that talk about like, man, yeah, actually selling, upselling people on getting, hey, if you buy, you know, if you buy two stickers, you know, or if you buy if you buy a shirt, I get you two stickers for just an extra dollar or something yeah. like whatever. And when usually they're a dollar a piece, like I don't know, there's all kinds. Of, or you can actually put a full blown bundle together. Put yeah. a shirt, put a sticker, put a put a patch, put a uh, whatever sucker in there, whatever you need to do, and sell that for like a nice bulk price. Yeah. Um, all different ways you can make some more money at your merch table, guys. So invest in yourself. You aren't going to be making crazy amounts of money right off the bat. Supplement your lifestyle with your day job and use the money you make in wrestling to reinvest into your wrestling character. Um, that's going to be something that might have to happen for some of you guys too. Like don't be, don't also be too quick to quit your day job and hope that wrestling is going to pay you. Maybe you just crush your day job for the next two years and save every single penny and reinvest that into yourself. And then you get to quit your day job because now you've got, um, quality merchandise that people actually want to buy. Um, I recommend highly using a t-shirt designer. If you need to get a design that people actually want, people that will actually like. Um, we talked about bundling already, something like a bundle where you can get a shirt, picture patch, all that yeah. stuff for a bulk price. Super great way to demonstrate value. Um, give them a good merch table experience. I can't stand it when guys stand there on their phone mm-hmm. instead of paying attention to the fans. Bring you know, get them, Give them a unique experience. They're going to be more likely to buy something. Um, Designate a spot at your merch table where you can interact with the fans while the transactions are being made down at the other end, right? Like, keep that stuff separate uh, if you can, if possible. Right. Um, that way you can interact with the fans and you don't have to worry about the money and all that good stuff. Um, guys, this is something that people 
always want to argue about, but heels can sell merch too. Like I know that it might be more difficult. Maybe it depends, but um, make it a unique experience. If your performance is on point and you sell something that people actually want to buy, you can make merch table interaction with a heel actually work as well. You shouldn't be kissing babies and high five. And I get that, but you can keep your heel persona while still getting them the service that they ask for, that they expect at least. They're not asking, but they, they expect some kind of, interaction and you can still give that to them you know what i so this is just an idea i yeah. had it just popped yeah, yeah. in my head i feel like sharing yeah for a hill i had thought if if a hill would get a cardboard cut out of themselves mm -hmm. where you had to be able to take the picture with them yeah. or uh you know the guys could act like they were punching them or right. be able to put them in a choke or something like that i think that would just i know that may be hard to pack with yeah. you and take that's kind of probably the sure, sure. with it but yeah. But but to me that gets it's like oh you want a picture oh you gotta you know yep. you're not getting a picture with me you got the cardboard cutout cost That's you right. buck or yeah. whatever you know yes. throw something on it and then they get to act it out that that just seems I think my I think my boys would pay for that right right I think that they would be able to pay for that uh, on there oh this no, well that's another idea for another time I'll talk about it later but I've actually bought Hill merchandise before right right yeah um, and I actually didn't know these guys yeah but the design was, was just good. killer yeah so right. I, I bought it I yep. mean and uh, and the match was really good too I bought it after the fact the match was good but he was a heel and I bought it just because it was a cool design a really cool design goes a long way I always if I won't buy a shirt if it's not something I want to wear even if it's for a guy that I like yeah I mean like Daniel Bryan in WWE was one of my favorite wrestlers but he had some of his early shirts were atrocious. I would never put them on, even though I love him to death. I want to support him. I would never wear them though. Right. So, like, there's no point in me getting them because they're just gonna sit in my closet. But, um, yeah, absolutely, guys. Heels can still make money as well. You just have to provide them with a unique experience. Mm -hmm. um, you know what? A lot the old classic wrestling thing that that has been going on forever. Um, I, I actually saw it recently at a company. Was you get like anti you shirts, right? Oh, like yeah. you're the heel. So you get you 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 pay for shirts with your face with a big X across them, yeah. and then you sell them at the table. You won't be the one standing there selling them, of course. And then you get in the ring and you act like you're furious about it. Yeah. And then all the fans buy them. And you know what? Yes, it's a trick, right? It's it's carny. It yeah. is, but you know what? Most fans get it nowadays. Yeah. They know already. But it's a it's a cool experience. They get to interact with you because now they're wearing this shirt, and you're going to interact mm -hmm. with them every time you see them when you're walking to the ring. You see them sitting in the front row with that shirt with your face with big X across it. And, again, shirts are a huge investment. You can do that with a button. Uh, you can get a button that has your name on it with a, with the big red Ghostbuster, you know, red yeah. logo slash through it or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and uh, sell those buttons and make a make a bank and have it on people's shirts and stuff. So yeah, all yeah. great ways, you know, those are kind of old school carny ways for heels to make money, but I've seen it recently happen right here in Oklahoma. So Yeah, definitely. You're a good heel and you can get some, mm -hmm. you know, some heat. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So guys, if you can sell merch, it's not the promoter's fault that you didn't get enough money, all right? I can't stress this enough. Stop cutting each other's throats in pro wrestling because one guy got 40 and you got 20. Mm -hmm. All right? Um, who cares? Go sell $300 at the merch table. That's how you need to do it. Um, I know it's not as easy as me just saying go make $300, but right. you know it's just like becoming a pro wrestler is. like It takes time and it takes effort. It takes attention, mm -hmm. um, and you have to work for it. So think about learning you know, your first back bump or the first time you ran the ropes or the first time you jumped off the top turnbuckle, and now apply all that to your finances. Apply it to the way that you treat making money mm -hmm. in pro wrestling. You have to learn how to succeed in and out of the ring.
And I'd like to add just to mm-hmm. uh, give uh, two guys a plug. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're out there, Bob Evans. Bob Evans, yes. Ha- has mm-hmm. a lot of good information on Wonderful this, too. Wonderful info, yeah. Um, and then um, also, uh, I-, I was going to mention this earlier, but I just want to give him a plug. Uh, mm-hmm. Wesley Crane. Wes, um, yeah, yeah. He- he's been doing some stuff mm-hmm. um, with... Uh, not not designing T-shirts, but actually designing like your uh, gear, gear yes. and stuff. And he's mm-hmm. part of the Facebook group too. Yep. So um, if you're needing some stuff to up your game to look good, both of those guys would be a great sure. great information and great guys to contact with. Look those guys up. I love Bob and I love Wes. Check them both out. Um, you can find them on Facebook. You can find them in our Facebook group at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. You can also find us on YouTube. That's right. At How to Become a Pro Wrestler. New videos all the time. Got some new ones up right now. Mm-hmm. You need to go watch those videos and share them, guys. Because because I don't like taking bumps anymore. So when I have to take them for these videos, that's for you, right? It's for you. So go out there and share them. If you like our content, you got to get out there and uh, give us some love and share those videos because I'm out here suffering for you guys because I am not in bumping shape anymore. But all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.